There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. There's a place called a gin mill. Ganbei, which of course is a Chinese Mandarin for cheers. Ganbei, Chris. Ganbei, Mark, and Ganbei listeners here once again for the uh, the Gin and Jandals podcast. Yeah, the best podcast in the world about New Zealand gin. And it's an exciting night tonight, Chris. I've, I've even dressed up for the occasion. Oh, have you? What are you wearing? Well, I tell our listeners. <laughs> uh, I, I'm wearing a new T-shirt. Oh. So there you go. Because yeah. what is the occasion, Chris? What is the occasion? Uh, it is, of course, uh, St. Patrick's Day, which is why we are um, drinking gin. <laughs> That's right. And speaking uh, Mandarin. Yes. Uh, uh, and ever, doing, uh, ever the topical podcast, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a good chance when people listen to it, it's not St. Patrick's Day. So uh, with that in mind, tonight, Chris, we have the fanciest, most expensive gin we have in our collection. We do indeed. And, um, well, I, I don't want to get ahead of the game, but um, hey, you know that I like this gin. So, um, yeah, we, well, we, 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 we are going to experience the gin together, but, um, well... Yeah, I like it. Yeah, um, and I think it's quite expensive so far. So I haven't it's actually... Uh, did we try it? I think we tried it once. I don't know if well, I've had this before, but... I Yeah, to me, at this price, it needs to deliver a lot. Well, yeah. See, um, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and I think the, the, the quality of the gin comes through in the price. That's what I'm going to run with with this gin. Anyway, we should say what the gin is, um, because otherwise uh, our listeners will be guessing. Um, this well, week no, they've seen it in the title of the podcast. And on Insta. Fair enough. Well, you've just ruined that. Anyway. <laughs> this is the source, Pura Cadrona Gin. Um, now, one of the reasons, Chris, I think you like it so much is there's a whole romantic story, not in the, uh, the you know, you, you and your wife alone romance story, but in the whole, I don't know, classical romance, romantic period. Do you want to tell us the story, Chris, of how you came across the source, Cadronogen? How you come across the source of the gin? That sounds that sounds much more romantic okay, it's, and adventurous it's, than it actually was. Um Yes, yeah, sure. So, um, take us back to the beginning. That'll take us. Yes, yes. Um, so, uh, the source, pure Cardrona gin, um, as the name suggests, uh, it comes from Cardrona. Um, and, uh, we were there along with the, uh, the rest of Auckland, um, skiing one season. Gosh, I, this doesn't sound, uh, slightly ponty. Uh, we were skiing one season and, um, <laughs> For those people who know uh, the ski fields, at the bottom of the ski fields, you, you have the main road. And if you turn to your uh, right, you head to the Codrona Hotel, where many a person has uh, enjoyed many a drink uh, and um, enjoyed the beautiful scenery. But if you turn to your left and just a few hundred meters down the road, you have the Codrona Distillery. Uh, and um, yes, it was a few, it was a year ago, two years it, COVID makes things so difficult to remember. It was a few years ago. Two years, um, I think. Could have been, could have been. Uh, we, we came off the ski fields and we saw the distillery and we thought we we're going to give it a go. And it's an amazing building and, uh, the, the distillery, well, it makes its own alcohol, um, which is, which actually is, is 
not so much rare, but not every distillery does it. So they make their own alcohol. And we went into this beautiful building and was uh, we were met by the... Um, I was going to say met by the owner. That wasn't true either. We were met by uh, uh, the person on the till. And the person on the till doesn't do it justice either. It's just, it's just like a supermarket. It wasn't. Go on, Chris. Um, sell that to us. And he uh, he talked us through his you know the gin and uh, and why it was so special and he allowed us allowed us to try some and it was pretty special uh, and he talked an awful lot about the botanicals and the um, the palate and the, uh, the, the 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 high notes and the low notes and all this uh, yeah fine whatever we'd had a brilliant day on the slopes and this just topped it off I think um, and so uh, we bought a bottle there and then and um, since that day. It has been one of my favourite gins. It's right up there. I think it's a beautiful flavour, very mellow. Uh, yeah, I like it a lot. One could argue, Chris, that it isn't that really your favourite gin because you've had it for two years. Oh, yes, good. Um, <laughs> it, it's this a special, so special gin. You, you it's hide a special it. gin. Like, yeah, yeah. When the girls come over, you're like, uh, I'll just sneak this to uh, somewhere else in the house where you can't find it. Well, no, the nice thing about the gin is it comes in its own presentation case. So it's yeah, a nice wooden box with uh, the uh, the Codrona Distillery's um, logo stamped or burnt into it, I should say, like, you know, it's branded. Um, and so the box itself is quite innocuous and, and people don't necessarily think there's uh, there's a bottle of gin in it. So I, I just leave it hidden <laughs> at the back of the cupboard and, and other gins get drunk instead of it. Right, so the sauce, so, uh, so good, no one will notice you have it. I think what we need to do, Mark, before we go too far down this, we need to try it and then... After you have tried it, I think you need to change your tune and um, agree with me that it's it's possibly one of the best gins ever. Yeah, I, I, I like the story, Chris, but um, reading off their website, uh, this multi-award winning gin is forged by the four seasons that blow through the Cardrena Valley. Uh, a natural mix of locally foraged rosehip together with traditional juniper, coriander seeds, angelica root, lemon and orange zest vapor distilled in our single malt spirit mm-hmm. um what's not yeah. what, sorry what's not to like about that that sounds fantastic i you know me chris i'm pragmatic when it comes to um it comes to drinking <laughs> literally you and need i need a gin to see that fit. says that says made in the bath with <laughs> some stuff i found in the cupboard that would be yeah. your ideal gin and priced appropriately that would be well my. well yeah yeah um <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, I always laugh at the uh, locally foraged title because a few of our gins we've tried are, are being locally foraged. And I can, mm. can kind of get Cadrona Valley locally foraged. I've been there um, and it is nice. It is beautiful. You know, it, it it's quite, quite scenic. Um, but some of the other distilleries who locally forage in Christchurch City, for instance, um, <laughs> I'm not so keen on their their locally foraged and then uh, cleaned and disinfected <laughs> before they put it in or something. Wiped down, yes. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure anything that the wipe down doesn't kill the uh, the, the the alcohol certainly will. Um, <laughs> but yes, well, but you know, it's worth it's worth quickly talking about the rose hips because. You know, rosehip as a botanical in a gin—that's that's something quite special. Um, 
And of course, we started this uh, this podcast with a little bit of uh, Chinese Mandarin, and that was because the uh, or so the story goes, um, the rose hips uh, or the plants were bought over by Chinese immigrants during the gold rush. Um, so you know, nice nice little story there about the gin, I think. Yeah, we were just guessing that they spoke Mandarin Chinese as opposed to other dialects of Chinese. But anyway, let's get in and drink it. That's what we're here for, Chris, isn't it? It is indeed. Less waffle, more drinking. <laughs> well, more sensible drinking. More, more, more tasting, I should say. Right. Um, let's pour it and try it neat. See, I'm liking that smell already. I think you get the rose hip straight away. There is something there. And a little bit of that kind of zesty citrusness. Citrusness? Why not? That's 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 the word I'm sure. Citrusnessness. Right. We're smelling it, and it smells like a gin. It's always a good sign. Oh, it's so good. So that was yeah. Well, we we should say um, this is forty seven percent. So this is one mm. of the higher alcohol gins we uh, we have tried. Um, it's not navy strength, which has to be fifty-seven percent, but it's still quite strong. Um, Mark, I mean, you're you're the whiskey drinker amongst us, so does does this you know does this feel comfortable at um, home? Yeah, yeah, it's all right. I'd probably still go for a whiskey or a rum hmm. over this neat, but it's not it's not bad. Not burny, I don't think so. It doesn't kind of burn, is it? Slips down your throat. Yeah. I like it. I could quite happily uh, drink drink more of that. In fact, I'm going to because, <laughs> hey, quite frankly, I can. Well, you've got a whole bottle that you've sat on for two years. Oh, we, we are getting towards the bottom of it, actually. So we talked earlier about price. Um, Mark, do you want to do you tell the listeners where we're at with this? And let uh, them, let, let, you know, actually, we should let them judge because for some, you know, listening well, to this podcast, just it. I mean, they, not they, everyone they might says, be buying um, this every week. Not not as it, not as everyone is as wise with their money as I am. That's true. Um, or as tight. Sorry, what? <laughs> uh, so uh, this is fifty six pounds, about one hundred and twenty dollars, one hundred and thirty. I think we've seen it on sale for one hundred nine, which is um, a bargain. <laughs> apparently so, Chris. I'm. Uh, I mean, I'm. I'm not completely sold yet, but we have to get to tonic and ice it. With that, let's let, let's get on, shall we? So this this is about one hundred and twenty bucks worth of good quality uh, gin, seven hundred and fifty milliliters, if uh, if you care. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm going in with the ice to start with. Yep, you got your normal ice, Chris, or you've got the cubes? No, this is um, normal ice, just fresh out of the uh, the freezer. Um, won't get in my glass. There we go. That's better. Quite a lot of ice. I like it cold. Um, just uh, pour out my shot. Right, oh, I'm is, excited this, already. This is how you can tell we're live because we're literally making it on on site on live live podcasting. It's like it's like bad AMSR, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, it could be good. I mean, I don't know what. Well, it could be, to. yeah. 
Could be. Um, and then, Mark, uh, the tonic of choice. I'm assuming you're with oh, uh, with the supermarket no brand. I am. I am a supermarket Indian tonic quarter with no artificial flavors. Um, I have chilled it tonight, Excellent. Chris, which uh, does make I'm, a difference. Yeah. So, um, and just because, a note here on oh, on the uh, the Cadrona sauce. They say they don't chill filter it. What does that mean? That means if you um, if you chill filter it, you free or well, don't freeze it. But you take it to a low temperature, and all the amino fatty acids—is that the right word? No. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they clump together, and then you remove them, um, okay. and that ensures that it stays clear. Whereas this one, uh, if you get it cold enough, it actually clouds up. Yeah. Um, much like New Zealand. Indeed. So, um, because I respect this gin, um, I'm giving it a slightly uh, more um, expensive tonic. I think it deserves it. So, I'm going with a Fever Tree premium tonic water made with natural flavors, including natural quinine. So, whilst I'm drinking this, I'm also protecting myself from, uh, you know... Um, Malaria. Malaria, yeah, which, 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 well, you can't complain about that. That's a great thing. Sure. Um, and the other thing mine also contains quinine. Sorry, just to. Oh, does it? Okay. Well, yeah. Good. And and good. it's natural. The other thing I'm doing, and this is a break with uh, with with the tradition of this podcast, the date, is I am adding a little slice of orange uh, into this gin, and the reason I'm doing it is because I've done it before and it's brilliant. And quite frankly, I enjoy this John gin so much. I, I want to have it at its best. <laughs> right, so hurry up and drink it, Chris. Mm. Now you say hurry up, but this is not a hurry up gin by any stretch of the imagination. This is a mm. sit on it and enjoy it gin. Slow drinking. It, it does taste good. I'll give you that, Chris. Mm. The um, mm, it does. It 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 tastes. How do you call it? Fulsome. Um, I mean, this is why we're, we're the best gin reviewers in the world. I think because we use words that are normal. Um, it it lingers in your mouth. <laughs> it, yes, yeah, yes, it does. It doesn't disappear. The the flavors. Yeah, lasting, long lasting, um, and and I think you 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 get that kind of rose flavour with it, which is which is really nice. It's not mm. in your face kind of uh, juniper. It's but it's there, and uh, but I think the rose hip just gives it this lovely kind of delicate um, flavour. I'm I I just yeah I love this gin. It's so good. The um, it's definitely something you drink slowly. I mean, Madacana Moonshine we did the other the other week and. Uh um, it was a semi-slow drinking gin, but he could drink it pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the sheep's milk one we did last week. Um, yeah, that was, I don't know, again, probably a bit slower than the Matacana, but maybe an average one. But this one definitely is a slow drinking gin. I, I have no idea why, Chris. Like, yeah, I, I know what it you mean. so I, much, I, I'm going, hmm, uh, don't rush it, but it's more than that. I think it it just uh, it just instills. I was going to say memories. Instills <laughs> memories of a slower time. I think it it you know it does it just 
Maybe it's Codrona itself is kind of bottled and it's just that slower, relaxed, you know, sitting in front of the fire, kind of just relaxing kind of thing. I think that's, you know, that's what it gives me anyway. It's the kind of gin that happily sit there outside of an art, you know, a Sunday afternoon, I think, and just would sit there with my uh, lovely wife and we wouldn't have to talk. We, we would just... <laughs> enjoy drinking the gin that would be enough and, and none of her friends will be over no it's, I like it's, our friends <laughs> like them so much to hide your good gin from them no um, I like them so much that they might be listening <laughs> right um, the it's definitely a rewarding gin as in this is the gin I know it's a, a Saturday or Sunday you've done a lot of jobs around the house you've achieved Chris you know, oh, it's, it, it, it's the reward, right? Yeah, you fix that thing that you've been meaning to get around to fixing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've mowed the lawns, the the kids' room are, are semi semi sensible, and maybe mm-hmm. the kids are out. Maybe you've oh, managed I think the kids to pan them off for the evening. They would definitely have to be out, like because you wouldn't want anybody to disturb you, right? You just want to be at one, just contemplating whatever you're contemplating, like trying to drink this. I mean, even trying to do this now actually is a little bit annoying. But trying to drink <laughs> this gin whilst you've got kids running around. Oh, or, yeah, no. You know, that'd be annoying. Even actually having friends around that kind of wanted to have a conversation, <laughs> that would be annoying. Like, I think this is a, com- you know, a, a, a gin you need to save up. Yeah, um, a conversation comes naturally rather than filling in the gaps. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way of describing it. Or no conversation. I could equally be happy with that. Like, you know, I wouldn't feel the need to talk <laughs> that's the introvert um, inside you well coming out in your journey. i was gonna say that's the introvert not wanting to get out it's, it's quite <laughs> happy being back god this is good chin jeez <laughs> yeah I'm not, I'm not completely in love with it like let's say it's twice the price of medicana mm-hmm. um which it pretty much is actually more three times the price yeah, almost three. But the thing is... Three times the price. Is it three times better? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's definitely double. I mean, Matacan, as we said, is the one you'd take on holiday to have um, for the not special occasions, but just when you'd like a gin. Um, yeah. This is if this is, wouldn't be a gin I'd buy on my first... If I was going to buy a gin. Oh, this is not goodness, the gin. no. No, 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 no. And, and I think it's not the gin also because... The, ro- the, the, the rose hip means it doesn't necessarily taste traditionally like a gin. Like, I mean, it hmm. clearly is a gin. I don't think you'd mistake it for anything else. But the rose hip is just, just gives you that different edge to it, which, you know, lots of other gins don't have. So I agree. It's not your first gin, but it's a good gin to have in your in your collection. Yeah, yeah. If you're collecting gin and you want to have a, a good variety, I'd put in the... Um Put in uh, maybe not the Matacana, but something like that. Uh, definitely the um, the white sheep. Was it white sheep? White, yeah, white sheep, company, sheep. Yep. Yeah, definitely that one as a as a something different. And then this one, because you deserve it, you. You do deserve um, it. Now, we we mentioned a little bit earlier. You know, it's won awards. Um, this was voted one of the top fifty gins in um, I think it was two thousand seventeen, um, and. And in the top twenty-five as well. So, yeah, that that should kind of give you an indication of 
just the the quality i think of this team <laughs> the um 2016 gold medalist at the new york world wine and spirits competition Again. see that's very similar to the um isn't it normally the san francisco world uh, wine and spirits yeah, I, I think it's the same one it just moves around maybe Again, this would be a good gin. If you had a good friend who liked gin, this would be the gin I'd buy them. If you had a f- good friend who liked showing off that had gin but didn't really like it, I'd buy the Scape Grace. Hang on. You bought me the... Um, the White Sheep. Yes. Are you saying I'm not a good friend? No, I bought you that because it's interesting and different. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it expand your horizons, which it did. It it did indeed, yeah. I think um, I think good for I I mean I think more than friend. I think maybe some <laughs> kind of romantic attachment. Ooh, I think you know that's that's true. If you were courting or spading or what what word you use in England? Definitely not spading. That just sounds far too agricultural <laughs> for my liking. <laughs> it's a yeah. It is a. It's more of a Northland word in New Zealand. Uh, courting is fine. I think we can, we all courting know what courting is fine. means. Yes, yeah, um, suiting, suiting, suitoring. Let's stick with courting. Hmm. If you're courting, and I, this is not a first date, Biogen. This is a, you know, we've got we've got some potential here, baby. <laughs> I brought you a good gin. Hmm. I am that um, romantic. I think if you'd got this as a first gin, uh, you know, you'd probably scare away the other person. You know, in a kind of, okay, they're keen. Kind of way. <laughs> well, yeah, um, yeah. Don't buy this too early in the relationship. <laughs> no, no, no. Gosh, this is such a useful podcast, isn't it? We, we, we. You know, others just talk about the botanicals, but we're actually giving <laughs> solid relationship advice. Um, yeah, remarkable. Um, and and but, that that's why this podcast is so good. Uh, I also wouldn't bring Madicana moonshine unless it's like a Tinder date. <laughs> Um, Been on many of those, have you, uh, Mark? Uh, surprisingly enough, Tinder wasn't a thing um, <laughs> when I was when I was spading. When you were courting, no. However, the just internet well. was just to, just to highlight that, Chris. The internet was a thing, but yeah, courting online wasn't. Okay, well, that's good to know, and I'm sure our listeners uh, feel safer <laughs> in their beds knowing that. Um, <laughs> Right. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, okay, we like this gin. We like it quite a lot. It's a slow-drinking, good friend type of mm. gin, or good gin by yourself as a reward. Um, it's not a gin if you're in a hurry. It's well, this is going to be the if- first gin that I haven't finished during recording this podcast, which goes to show, um, yeah, how slow a gin uh, drinking this is. Um not the first gin, which we're going to actually, I mean, getting, jumping back to the first gin, gin just quickly. I think we have an episode coming up where I think possibly the best first gin you can buy is going to be reviewed. So watch, watch out for that. Um, we should also say that if you've, if you've tried the sauce and you love it as much as I do, um, then yeah, get in touch. Let us know. Uh, it's, yeah. uh, it, it's pretty simple. Uh, drop us an email at, uh, the gin and jandals, uh, no, no, gin and don't, jandals don't, don't do at gmail.com. Thank you. Um, or we are also on Instagram, uh, which is also gin and jandals. Yeah, and, and, and we're not highlighting that um, gin helps you forget either, Chris, are we? 
No, I've forgotten. The Source Cadrona, it's a, it's, I, I don't really want to say really good gin because I don't love it as much as you do. Well, that's fine. Uh, I mean, that's what makes, you know, differences are what makes the, you know, the world goes round. But um, I am right on this one. And, you know, <laughs> you, you can yeah. choose not to like it as much as I can, um, but ultimately you're wrong. Uh, I don't know if I'm wrong. I'm just mm. cheap. Um, you know, if it was on sale for a hundred, maybe I'd give it a give it a go. Yeah, if this was on sale for full price, I'd buy it. <laughs> All right, and there you go. Mm. The uh, the sauce codrona, yeah, a really good gin. Oh, I didn't want to say that. A good you gin. Too late. You've said it now. Um, that is makes you take it slow, and uh, rewards you for the things you've done in your life. Okay. Lovely. And with that, goodbye, listeners. Uh, tune in next time. Yes, and uh, Gan Bay. Gan Bay. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. My baby goes that night and stays till the morning comes.